Welcome to Why Did I Do That, a podcast made by teens to introduce psychology in a more accessible way for teens of all backgrounds. I'm Lauren. And I'm Yusra. We are two high schoolers from Northern California, and we're super psyched to share our excitement of psychology to other teens. With how easy it is to access technology these days, our attention span can decrease so much because of all these distractions. Like, tech does have its benefits, but it's also making it harder for us to control ourselves, especially as teens. I've definitely noticed so many of us use Instagram and TikTok, almost every teenager I know. And when we have platforms like this, it's just that when we see something we don't like, we just keep scrolling and it just lowers our attention span, obviously. It's also really common to want to control ourselves, especially because we have so many other priorities to get to in life, right? Sure, yeah. Um, us being students, our main priority is just trying to get our work done, pay attention in school. But when we have distractions like this, it just it becomes harder than it needs to be. And as you know, being able to do this is called self-control. Being able to change your actions and behavior to achieve a long-term goal is the definition of self-control. A big part of self-control is something called delayed gratification, which is resisting the impulse to take a reward available now so we can get a better reward in the future. But it's so hard to do this since usually the impulsive choice gives us more instant pleasure. Like think of having a hundred dollars and then you plan to save it for college, but then you see there's an upcoming concert for Taylor Swift or something. <laughs> Reference back to our music episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know what? I'll just spend the money right now. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of my friends who've done that because a lot of my friends are Swifties. So. And I think that is definitely an example of not delaying gratification. And yes, it's so hard because like the instant pleasure can feel really good in the moment. And like it blinds you temporarily yeah. in a sense because... You're just thinking about the thing that's right in front of you, the thing that's happening tomorrow or the next week and that sort of thing. But again, this we have other priorities to tend to, and that's why it's really important to use delayed gratification. For example, personally, I have a lot of family parties because my parents have a lot of friends, and I enjoy them a lot. Like, if you're Desi, if you're Indian, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you have a lot of parties. I have a lot of parties. Yeah. You know, the types where just like dinner parties, you get ready and that sort of thing to hang out with people. And they're usually on the weekends, but sometimes I have to use delayed gratification, even if I don't want to, because I might have a test at school the next day. Um, because in that case, it's more beneficial for me to study in terms of my long-term goals. For me, it's similar, like asking myself, go on phone for a few minutes or start <laughs> homework, which I'm sure is a question a lot of teens have asked themselves at one point. Or even like every day, depending on how addicted you are to your phone. Yeah, and chances are that you've answered that question by going on your phone for mm-hmm. that extra 10 yeah. or 15 minutes. And obviously, we don't mean to shame anyone who is on their phone more than they would like to be. Because heck, that's even us um, sometimes. But when it's getting in the way of the things that you really need to do and your responsibilities, it's good to put it away and practice delayed gratification in order to get to studying for that next test or that doing that extra assignment, you know? True. And 
We'll also talk later about how you can use delayed gratification if you do actually have a phone addiction and want to stop going on it so much to do other things. Yep, it's something that it's worth getting into. And there are actually five main areas for delayed behavior areas in which we um, tend to find many distractions in. For example, food is one of the first things (laughs) on this list physical pleasures, social interactions, money, and achievement. So other ones can also include financial or work-related behaviors. Yes, food can also be so hard for me sometimes. Like, I'll tell myself to not eat so much food so that I can stay healthy, but then at potlucks especially, I pile so much food on my plates. Potluck food is so good. Yeah, and obviously you can still eat a lot of food and be healthy. It just means like at a potluck, most of the food generally is not good for you. So, you know, I tell myself that I'll not take as much and then I end up piling so much on because it's so good. But that's why you should like what I do is I take a little bit of something the first round and I come back to it the second round. That's good. I know for me during potluck, sometimes I'll be adding the unhealthy food, I guess, as you mentioned, like cookies and rice and noodles and then trying to not let everything fall off my plate (laughs) and then I repeat this yeah I repeat this two to three times during the dinner and it can be kind of embarrassing sometimes if people see me getting that same though like I'm out here taking a disrespectful amount of food but I guess that's just another example of delayed gratification if I want to keep face and not look dumb balancing all that food and you know maintain the little bit of dignity I have left Maybe I should put off taking so much of food at once. That would be a good one for me to (laughs) to motivate myself. But a classic representation, actually, of delayed gratification was with food. It's called the marshmallow experiment, and it's pretty popular. Like, even if you don't know much about psychology, you've probably heard about it at one point. Yes, and I remember I learned about this when I was in middle school. I was in seventh grade. It's one of those things that my teacher showed me that I just didn't was not able to forget because it was so memorable. And it was there was a TED talk that explained the marshmallow experiment and delayed gratification. And yeah, it just stuck with me. Yeah, some stuff in school really do be like that though. <laughs> but this experiment um basically involved children and it's when a child is in a room with a marshmallow on the table in front of them. And the researcher tells the child he's going to leave. And if the child doesn't eat the marshmallow when he's away, the child can get a second one. But if the child eats the first marshmallow before the researcher returns, the child cannot get a second one. Yeah, and if you know anything about children, like anything at all, or even nothing about children, you know that this is a very difficult task mm-hmm. for a child to have like a marshmallow in front of you and not eat it. Heck, that's a tough task if you were to give it to me. Like I yeah. would be struggling. Oh my God. If I was one of the seven deadly sins, I would be gluttony by the way. Mm-hmm. Like I just eat too much, but yeah. I remember seeing something about how our um, ability to delay gratification gets better as we age. So you can just imagine these are preschool children. So their ability to delay gratification is likely much harder or much worse. Oh, yeah, it's much worse, meaning that those who were able to do it, they're on another Mm -hmm. level. (laughs) 
and children who could best wait in that situation, when they entered high school, they got higher SAT scores, had lower levels of substance abuse, better social skills, and more. So basically, they were showing achievement in different range of areas in life. Yeah. So, I mean, how cool is that, though? Like, from a young age, we can already see that delayed gratification is something that everybody needs to practice. And it's something that everyone can practice no matter what age it is. So you were True. saying that it does get better and it does get easier to do, but it's something that you can still do as a little kid. But, I mean, isn't it also kind of cool that you can kind of predict what a kid will turn out like from the way that they're acting and from the mm -hmm. ways that they're, like, refraining from doing certain things as a kid because they know um, they'll be able to earn something better in the future. It is cool to see that. But at the same time, um, when I was doing more research, I think there are unfair factors that could lead to someone, especially a little kid, being more likely to delay gratification. So a factor could be trust. Since a study that replicated this marshmallow experiment, for half the children, the researchers broke their promise of giving them a second treat. Really? Yeah. That's so foul. Oh my I god, know. that's like creating trauma and trust issues right there. Mm -hmm. Are you so, serious? Yeah, there was a study done on this, which I feel like is pretty... That is so insane. We have to, to question me. the ethics of this, honestly. Oh, question the yeah. ethics for sure. You can't just do anything you you want in the name of science. Like, mm -hmm. I've joked about it before, but you can't do that. And this wasn't a part of the TED Talk, though, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't remember this. Or was this... Yeah, because it replicates the marshmallow experiment. So oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Didn't catch that part. When the experiment happened a second time, the kids who were deceived ate the treat almost right after the researcher left the room, which... I feel like is expected, but the majority of kids who got the second treat the first time were willing to wait again. So then it's like, is the ability to delay gratification also from growing up in a trusting environment? That is such a good question to bring up. And I feel like the answer to that is, it depends on the situation. For example, mm -hmm. if you're going to practice delayed gratification in a school, right? A school is like the prime area where delayed gratification has results for example if you refrain from um indulging in a distraction and you study and you get an assignment done what are you going to get you're going to get good grades right and sure. this is a cycle that continues if you stop yourself from doing something in order to study in order to work for that you're going to get re results but that's where it's guaranteed so in other cases i don't know i don't know about other environments yeah, especially if someone grows up in poverty, for example, maybe they don't have that ability to be able to wait for something better coming because if they don't have much yeah. to begin with. Right? Yeah, so you're just always going to be out there trying to look for the best you can find and just getting it as much as possible, which exactly. is definitely understandable in that sort of environment. That is a whole other branch of this one topic and mm -hmm. i feel like that was really a question i was never I, I i don't think i would have ever asked myself that question it definitely still is possible though to learn how to delay gratification um no matter the backgrounds you grew up in and because it's useful for various aspects of life as we mentioned earlier 
If you don't have a lot of self-control right now, it does not mean at all that your future is set and that you won't be successful. Exactly. Especially, and that was a really good point to add because that would just be uh, the idea of having a growth mindset that mm, you yeah. can grow, that you can improve your skills, that you can always change for the better and you're ne- you never have to stay in the one place that you are in right now. We'll take a short break here. And after, we'll talk about the benefits delaying gratification still has and tips for delaying gratification. Welcome back. So for those who have never developed delayed gratification, they end up having other issues in life relating to behavioral problems like overeating, alcoholism, crime, sexually impulsive behavior, and more. Of course, these are for people who never develop these skills and people who just did whatever they felt like doing because they felt like doing it regardless of um, social standards and mm-hmm. morals and ethics. Studies have shown that maybe the reason for lack of practicing delayed gratification is because of these emotional problems, lack of academic achievements, lack of motivation, failures with task performance, relationship problems, and more. And maybe the thing we were talking about earlier, which was growing up in an environment that is not trusting. So if you don't have a very good ability to delay gratification right now, it doesn't necessarily mean that like it was anything you did relating that it's your fault. Like Mm -hmm. it's an innate problem of yours. You know, you have these other factors like we talked about, you know, you might be having emotional problems or you've had lack of academic achievements. There are things that discourage you and it's not a you problem you know and it's then, not just a yeah. you problem you're not the problem mm-hmm. unlike <laughs> Taylor the, Swift yeah. reference. unlike anti-hero mm-hmm. but it is shown that if you develop delayed gratification or if you have delayed gratification it is a really good skill to have because people's willingness to postpone receiving an immediate award for a long-term goal leads to one's very successful life It's proven that those who practice delayed gratification will be able to achieve more, a lot more, than those who aren't able to. And being able to use delayed gratification is additionally a sign of emotional intelligence. That's interesting because I think we so often associate delayed gratification with benefits like having more self-control. But it's also cool to know being emotionally intelligent is another benefit of this and it's it's cool to see that practicing even a little bit of self-control can take you so far in different areas of your life and i know we talked a lot about teens and their ability to practice delayed gratification but as a reminder anyone can use this again Mm -hmm. recall the marshmallow experiment some examples are work related because if you're aiming for say a promotion you have to use delayed gratification to to set aside a lot of time and energy to become a leader in your field and in your company so that you can get recognized and so that you can get promoted. People who want to be promoted, they stay long hours after their usual nine to five. They put in more energy than other people are. And that is a use of delayed gratification because what if you just want to go home and see your kids, right? (laughs) But you're refraining from doing that. It's not like you can expect to get a promotion by just working your standard timings at nine to five and not contribute 
a whole ton. Uh, it would be so nice if that were the case, though. Yeah. Sometimes just to show the bare minimum, you know. But that's not what gets you to be as successful as you would rather hope to be. Literally every time I decide to study uh, a couple days in advance for tests or dedicate the weekend to studying instead of all the other way more entertaining things <laughs> there are to do, I'm being serious. I'm using delayed gratification because I know I'll get the hopefully satisfying test grade in the long term. I practice it in that way too, or at least I try to. And don't beat yourself up if practicing delayed gratification is hard at first because it's really hard for both Yusuf and I too sometimes. Yeah, we're both teenagers too, and we're both susceptible yeah. to scrolling for hours on end. So. Or watching YouTube shorts. Yep, for so dogs, long. Yeah, It's literally everywhere, okay? On Instagram, on TikTok, like YouTube. Not YouTube. Yes, YouTube even. Snapchat. Yeah. Just scrolling, 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 you know? So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of trying to practice delayed gratification. And one tip is that if you have something that you really need to get done, but it's a little hard for you because you're stressed, that in itself impairs your ability to get it done. Um, to, or to use delayed gratification. And I've done this actually because when I get too stressed out about something, and I mean, I'm constantly thinking about this one thing I have to do today, sometimes I'll start procrastinating and I'll procrastinate by worrying about it. And instead of putting it on, and instead of resting, because it's okay to rest, right? But instead yeah, of we like, all need that time to rest. resting is really important. But when you're worrying about something, that you, it, that's not resting because your mind is still running and you're still worrying about it. Yeah, for me, I do tend to procrastinate if I have a whole lot of stress, but I feel like I also need a certain amount of stress to be motivated enough to start my work and not procrastinate. Because sometimes even if I don't have that much work and I'm not stressed, I'll still take a long time. Like I take forever to get started on my homework assignment. Same, same. And another tip to Delay gratification is the hot and cool model. So waiting is more difficult when you focus on the hot or emotional parts of the reward and easier when focusing on the cool or intellectual parts of the situation. I think it's really cool that <laughs> it's called the cool parts when you're thinking oh. about the intellectual. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. An example of this in the marshmallow experiment, actually, was when children were told to think of marshmallow rewards as fluffy little clouds, and they could better wait than children who were told to think of how chewy and sweet the marshmallows are. Kids could also distract themselves from this hot award, like looking around the room when waiting, singing to themselves, or covering their eyes. Yeah, I think that is something I do as well. So if I have an immense amount of stuff to study, for example, my AP Calc class, there is an endless <laughs> amount of stuff I have to study for. I could think about the cool, the the hot part, which is, you know, um, how upset I'm feeling and how there's so much to get through and I'm gonna feel tired by every, by the end of everything and how much it's just gonna drain me, right? Or I can choose to focus on the cool part, which is Think of how satisfying it's going to be to nail this test and prove my teacher wrong. Um, Because I low-key think she's against Mm -hmm. me. (laughs) 
um, and how amazing it's going to feel in the future when I've worked so hard and now I get to reap the benefits by having a whole bunch of money and living in a huge house. <laughs> it may or may not be true, but you know, you've got to idealize your future situation. Yeah, remember self-control is about a long-term goal. Like even if you're not completely sure what's going to happen in the future, if you're ever studying just manifest just think of the life you want to manifest for yourself Mm -hmm. just picture yourself living in this gigantic mansion with your own swimming pool and all the things you can buy Mm -hmm. work hard one thing i tell myself is like one thing i focus on when i'm studying is just think of studying so hard to the point where when i'm older i don't have to second guess before buying something like i have to do now and i know you might think this is like being delusional but in life, technically, we all have to be a little bit delusional about our scenarios. True, yeah. Because if we're a little bit delusional, then that means that there's hope. And if there's hope, there's a will to work for something. Not saying that we're promoting being delusional. Yeah, but just a, being a tiny bit delusional, that works. Another tip also is to start very small. Like, make your new habit very easy. Don't just try doing something really big, like wanting to exercise more for the whole year. You could start by planning to exercise once a week, for example, to make it more manageable. And to make it more appealing for yourself so that you're more likely to turn away from the distractions that could keep you away from that new goal or the new habit. Mm -hmm. And another tip is to put away the objects that tempt you. So for me, I put my phone in a box while doing homework so I'm not tempted to just grab it and I use the app Forest, which I totally recommend by the way to prevent myself from going on other apps on my phone while doing homework but a more extreme measure could be putting your phone in another room for me oh by the way is the forest app the one where you are basically growing a plant yeah Yeah, i've used it sometimes you start off with a little seed and it Mm -hmm. grows into a cute plant it's very satisfying and you can set the time intervals for how long you want to study yeah and by the end of the study session you have a plant it's very (laughs) cute but for those of you who are just like me you like to see everything visualized and physically so if you're that type of person you can create something called a decision tree for practicing delayed gratification So you use this to work through what-if scenarios. So if you're thinking about doing one of two things and you're trying to figure out which one of them fits more with your long-term goals, you can create this. So I would do this on paper, but you can write an overarching statement. For example, say that your phone breaks. Then you can write some dissenting options that will possibly have other outcomes. So two options. Should I repair it or should I buy a new phone? Then you could write a separate descending option for each one. So if I if I repaired it, how long would it take? If I bought a new phone, uh, would it cost more? Those sort of things. Yeah, and as Yusra said, um, I think she would recommend this for people who are more visually oriented or like to draw out things on paper. Because for me personally, like I, I wouldn't really want to do this just because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It would just feel like some extra homework assignment for me, like during having the descending branches and stuff. But I know for other people, definitely it could be useful. So you could use any of these tips depending on which one would work best for you. You can combine them. Just do what you think will work for you. Yeah, definitely. 
that's the whole point of this. Do whatever helps you, whatever mm-hmm. helps you stay away from, you know, that Netflix or scrolling on for another 30 minutes. Yeah. We want to say, though, that delayed gratification should not get in the way of self-care. And it's just there to help you control yourself from doing or indulging something that is harmful for you or for anyone else. We're not saying that you should cut out doing things for fun. And we're not saying that um, you should ever feel guilty for enjoying something. Take pride and enjoy the time that you have to practice that self-care. Because you know what? In the end, self-care is also working towards your goals. Yes. Because if you just keep keep on working, keep on working, you end up being burned out. And then you can't work for your goals at all. So if it's done by going on your phone for an extra 30 minutes or watching an extra episode of a show just because you want to feel happy, you can do that. You don't have to cut these things out completely. It's just in the cases where you absolutely need to because you have something due, for There's, example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also the negative effect of constantly working, which is, as we said, burnout. And, you know, some high schoolers I know don't tend to take this risk of burnout seriously, but it is really important to try avoiding burnout as much as you can. It is a real thing. I almost experience it every semester or at least once a school year. And it's the worst thing ever. I've experienced it sophomore year. I've experienced Mm -hmm. it my current junior year I mean it's just it's that point in the school year where you just get so done with everything where it's so hard to do even the smallest of things and all you want to do is sleep but you don't have the luxury of sleeping and it's it's a struggle and people who've been burned out before understand it so take care Mm -hmm. of yourself don't come don't completely cut out the fun things like practice delayed gratification under the condition that your mental health is still in a good place definitely and with that that brings us to the end of this episode today we've covered the idea of delayed gratification which is the act of stopping yourself from some sort of immediate reward or gratification so that you can attain some long-term goal we've learned that people of all ages can apply this for example think back to the marshmallow experiment and there are many benefits of applying it even from an early age like emotional intelligence and having success in your life later on, depending on what stage you are right now. We also cover tips to help you practice it if you're having some trouble, such as creating a decision tree, going to different lengths to prevent yourself from getting that immediate gratification and more. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to leave a rating and follow us for our recent Instagram account, Mm-hmm. why Always. did i do that pod yep on a recent instagram account at the why did i do that pod for updates and tell your friends about our podcast so we can grow we appreciate all of your support and involvement so if you have any ideas for episodes be sure to share them you with us using the link in our description we definitely value everyone's feedback i know we say this like every episode but it is true because we want to focus on topics that appeal the most to you guys as well and i'm sure we would also find them really interesting exactly so be sure to do that we'd really find it very helpful and of course don't forget to keep asking yourself why did i do that that?